All right. So Salt Lake City, season four, episode 16, Mysteries Revealed. (laughs) This was one epic episode. It's probably, I've seen it online on social media, people saying that it's one of those top memorable Mm -hmm. episodes. Like Teresa flipping the table, mm-hmm. you know, goodbye Kyle from Beverly Hills, you know, everything. And they, wow, like I, bravo, bravo, bravo to them because. <laughs> I will just say um, the, I didn't think anything could beat the episode where like the FBI swarms the sprinter van, like in terms of the Salt Lake City universe. I didn't think, I thought that would be like the most iconic Salt Lake City moment. This has not only surpassed it, but like far surpassed that moment, at least in my mind, as like the ultimate Salt Lake City episode. And I know you, and you you said this in our texting back and forth, that like, Bravo to the women, the four OGs, that this was so under wraps. They didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. They were very smart <clears throat> about how they're going to approach it. So it wasn't leaked right away. Um, because while I knew or had a really good assumption that it was going to be about Monica, I thought it was just going to be about Monica at Beauty Lab. Same, same. So much more. And the way they approached it was like spot on. I mean, like Bravo mm-hmm. to and they secured their spots for the next couple of seasons. Oh, yeah. And honestly, like other franchises could sort of learn from that and not divulging everything to the press because it really takes that surprise element away from the episode when you sort of know everything that's that's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. should we should we jump right into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I I, I want to start briefly with um, okay. So the thing, and and I just want to get this out of the way because I know like there's major parts of the episode that we want to spend a long time sort of like talking about and unpacking. But the Whitney and Heather of it all, like debrief. I almost call it like a debrief after the fight. Um, like my thoughts were honestly like. When Whitney said, I was so surprised by your uh, reaction, it's like, well, what reaction were you expecting, Whitney, with the things that you're saying? And that whole exploitation angle, like, is a lot. Like, it... The thing is, especially because Heather reads exactly what she wrote, we could tell that like Whitney made a way bigger deal about it than it actually was. And why is that? Is it going back to ultimate girls trip season three, where she feels like she has to add things. She kept saying like, I felt like we needed to do this. I felt like we needed to do that when they were like, when she was breaking the fourth wall a bit, their resolution did seem a little bit sort of forced, but I wanted to give Whitney and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this a small bit of grace in thinking that maybe it's hitting her differently because she just found out about all of this sexual abuse that she 
um, had experienced in her childhood that she was then seeking therapy for that she had repressed. So maybe because of that, it was hitting her a bit differently, which caused this giant reaction that that to us as an outside audience like doesn't seem like it fits but it's maybe because there's more to sort of the story than we sort of know and it's really nothing on heather but it's just sort of triggering anything around that might sort of fall back to her uh situation with abuse yeah i mean i can see that but i don't i don't think it's that i because it it's been her pattern you know, mm-hmm. even for Ultimate Girls Trip, that she'll be okay with it in one scene or in one season, and the next season she's like, "That's totally upsetting me," and you you took advantage of me, and and then she's she's at odds with Meredith, and, she, and then she's at odds with with Heather, and then the same, and it, it, it stuck with me with mm-hmm. Ultimate Girls Trip when she was like, "Well, I felt like I had to do this to save the show," and I was like, "So you put the the relationship with your family member at risk just to save the show? Like that's like forcing narratives that." kind of ruin the show you know you just let everything happen organically i do see yeah maybe it's hitting her differently now that she's opened up about the sexual abuse in her past but she could have said it that way because Mm -hmm. i feel like every single time she has these blowouts she ends up having like a come to jesus afterwards because it didn't it didn't land well because everybody always has their receipts everybody always is like we whitney you said this and you were fine with it whitney you're saying that i'm exploiting you but you're straddling a, a a railing as soon as we get into the yacht or you know, you you're the one that wanted that 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 photo shoot, you know, and then it's like what I respect about Heather was that she cleared it with everybody. She said, even in the previous episode, whoever was in the book, I read them their sections. I shared with them. I let them make edits, you know, and not a lot of people do that. They don't care. They're just like, I'm going to write it. And that's it. So for that, I think when you said like the um the debrief of them, you know, clearing the air was kind of forced because I really do think. And I know this is Miami, but I think just like Miami, I think Julia's over Adriana. I think Heather is getting to a point where she's over Whitney. She's just over it. So she's just like, fine, mm-hmm. we just go through the motion. She blows up at me. We fight and we make up. And it, it's like, and I agree. I, I just feel like when she read it, when she read it on screen in her confessional, I was like, I don't find that offensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I, when I heard it and she literally read it line by line, I was like, are you kidding me? This is what she was so up in arms about. And now that you actually say that, I'm sort of thinking, I'm sort of taking it back. Like maybe it didn't hit her differently because she already, she already heard it. So if it had hit her any sort of way, it would have hit her initially when it was read to, not now. Yeah. And I think, and I, and I, I do don't know. Think, I do think like if that, it's it's a valid point that it could be hitting her differently because of all the 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 trauma that she shared in the previous season. But she could have addressed it that way, saying, "Hey, I finally read it. I'm good with it. I'm so proud of you. This is how I'm feeling about it because I'm seeing it differently." It could have been a time to get them closer together. Yeah, because they didn't see they weren't on the same page even when she shared all the abuse she had in the past last season. So it could have been mm-hmm. a way to to men things from ultimate girls trip the book and then also how they left things the previous season right um before we like move a little bit further let's talk about those the moment on the uh with the mopeds um i thought it was hysterical that 
Meredith was still dressing like she was in like the tundra of Salt Lake City <laughs> in her outfit on the moped. I was like, you are wearing like a tweed, long, double-breasted, like Heather said, like jacket, mm -hmm. pants, everything. And I'm like, I'd be dying. And all the girls are in bikinis Seriously. and shorts. Um, I thought it was cute. I thought it was, I thought it was super cute. Um, uh, I, I don't know how Whitney was able to drive and have her legs crossed. I was like, Oh, I know. I was thinking that too. I was like, what the hell? And then I was yeah. like, seriously, like you're crossing your legs because after your blow up, like last night about exploitation of your like vagina, you're now going to like cross your legs, like sitting on this moped when everyone else is like straddling it. Like I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, but what I also thought was funny is that man was not playing with Monica. Yeah. He, I, that. I saw your notes. I, I can't recall that. So she was like messing around and remember she was like driving and then stopping and like almost hitting the butt, like almost hitting the van and then like oh, almost going off the road here. And she was sort of like, like being a jerk and sort of like acting like she didn't know how to drive and like almost hitting things. And he's like, you need to stop that. He's like, if you don't stop that, you will not be driving out there on the road because you're going to get hit by a car and you're going to die. <laughs> and I then she was like, it. oh, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. And he's like, I'm not, he was basically like, I'm not playing with you. Like, I'm you either take this it. seriously or you're not taking this out on the road. Yeah, I have to rewatch it because I didn't, I, I saw her almost at the car, but I must have mm -hmm. just blocked out what she, what they were saying. I mean, obviously, this is one of those episodes that I have to watch more than once. So yes. I will be watching it a second time. Um, and then I'm like, and then moving off of the, the mopeds and then them going into shop, I was like, when, when Monica was like, it, even though I didn't get to see my family, it was really nice to still be in Bermuda and kind of look at the buildings that my family built. And I'm like, did your family really build those buildings? Right. Like, did your family really build those buildings? <laughs> uh, like, yeah, no. Yeah, like, no. She's lucky her prepaid visa card went through. <laughs> okay, so we have to check this out because I didn't have time to go back and like rewatch this, but it is something that I saw online, but you know how she says, so there's that scene, they go shopping. Um, the other two girls don't forget, forget their card. So she tries to do it. It gets declined. And then she goes in and she's like, Oh, I didn't have the setting to allow international, like whatever. Mm -hmm. Someone online found that she actually switches cards. If you <laughs> look closely, Notice she uses that. one card first and then a second card. So it one was green something and the there. other one, the last one was white, I think. Mm -hmm. Card wise. Yeah, no, she yeah. I was like uh, leading this is before the big blowout at the end of the episode, but I was like, I thought her comments in the confessional were funny, where she was like, I'm just gonna hide out in the Bermuda Triangle. Purposely. <laughs> I would thought that was kind of funny. Um, I'm surprised I didn't buy any sunglasses. I know. Well, they weren't big enough. <laughs> yeah, they weren't. Um, so then what else? So anything else before because I'm ready to like move into like yeah, the yeah. big thing. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we move into it? Um just trying to I don't think so. Let me just let me see real quickly. Yep, I think we covered everything. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So I just have to say, first of all, the way that the whole episode was edited was incredible. No. How they kept bringing us back. So we were like 
like more information was revealed. Like, because my first thought was, okay, it's crazy that Heather is going to reveal this information, but then also thinks that like, they're going to play a game after. Like, why are you even trying to say that there's like a game when you're clearly not going to get to it? And then I realized, oh, the game is part of it. That's how she's going to reveal the information is like, through the game which i thought was brilliant and then if that like wasn't enough because i at this point i feel like we're all still thinking it's going to be you know she's suing beauty lab and laser like whatever whatever but then we go into the secret beach meeting and then it's like head exploding and one of the first things i thought like how amazing first of all how amazing of heather to like bring them together before the dinner where she was going to reveal it and that brought so much power and authenticity to me because if this and this is obviously real life but like if you're not trying to like produce for the show like we talked about whitney does sometimes you may like do whatever but she's like no this is something that has haunted all of us we need to talk about this first and i was like I kept pausing it and taking like pictures of the screen with my phone because like, and I've actually, it's funny because other people have thought this because I've seen so many like screenshots and it's like, these should be hanging in the Louvre, but like all of their position and like faces as they were, are like so artistic. And that whole beach meeting, like I was blown away. The wind like whipping through their hair as like this information is being revealed. It was like stupendous it was incredible yeah no i i was very very impressed by the editing uh, and how the the four ogs handled it more so with heather i was like wow because like like you said it's it's it becomes a bummer when things are getting leaked well in advance because the mm-hmm. cast. so i love the fact that it was kept under wraps we this whole time thought it was only the the suing of beauty lab, but it was a lot more. She knew there was a lot more. And what I loved about the, the back and forth was that I started catching on to things, especially the things that Heather started catching on to. She was like, mm-hmm. the, the reason I knew it was you right away was because you just, you you were messy and you kept just throwing these little, little bombshells that were making it resonate more and more with me that this is all you, not Meredith. Especially when she was like, I, I caught on right away when they had their clearing the air on the beach and she goes, she goes, I don't see uh, Lisa doing this. I don't see Meredith doing this. I don't see Wendy do, uh, Whitney doing this, but I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And even when Heather goes, you would throw your friend under the bus and da 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 da. She didn't say, no, I'm just kidding. She just, she just, so I was like, those little things right there. Yeah. And um, I love the fact that they all came together and mm-hmm. they together. And then like, it was much bigger than just, just the beauty lap stuff. It was all encompassing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, I didn't even know about this. I, I is this the same like troll that the other Angie, the blonde Angie from the previous season? No, that was different. That was different. That was was right away. Yeah, I know that one was like Shaw exposed or whatever. This one was, I mean, it is a clever name, like reality Von T's. And then there's like parentheses around the T E A. So it's like the T. Um, 
So it is a very clever name. But of course, like so many of us probably immediately looked up the account and everything was gone. Like there was nothing there. But then there was a story that just said tonight, which I thought was like really, really interesting. But I thought for sure, like if there is one way to unite these four women, like it has just happened. And I feel like we normally just talk about like the show, but I think it's also worth talking about like in this moment um, that video that surfaced of Monica's fight her with her mom. mother. And like, they very clearly were trying to like produce and manufacture the show because like Monica saying, like, you didn't stick to the script. It was like, I think filmed after that party, like you didn't stick to the script. And then, she, and then the mother was like, you're uniting like these four women against you. And there's like all these things, like you're supposed to be an actress, Monica, you're supposed to do X. And it was very sort of, Sinister. Uh, yeah, I, I, I automatically knew that the mom was acting, and to a certain extent, Monica as well. And then also, like, and, and, and remember, remember when I like, like, we were trying to give Monica the benefit of the doubt that just, just because you you were part of Jen Shaw's crew doesn't mean that you were you act like her crew, like the one where they stole the clutch out of Meredith, and she uh, was there. <laughs> and she was there. I told you, yeah. he was there. She's just she there, mother Jen. And he stole the clutch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. And then the mom, especially back. Oh, my God. I was the mom was so cringeworthy. And but I knew they were in on it together. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't. It's like, do I am I mad at her or do I say bravo? Well done. Well played. I'm kind of in, I'm kind of indifferent, you know, in, in the mm-hmm. middle. I'm more leaning towards like, like that was fucked up more so. I mean. But, at the same time, I'm like, wow, like you had us fooled. And that switch in Monica, mm-hmm. like it was almost like like you say Scooby-Doo. But for me, it's like the movie Clue. Where, like when they finally reveal all the clues and there's oh, no way to yeah. get out of it. Because you saw that switch in Monica's head where she was like, um, well, that's not all entirely true mm-hmm. or you know, inaccurate. And I was like, oh, she's already giving, she's giving up and she's going to reveal. And she had no remorse. No remorse. She really had no remorse. The thing where I don't, like, I'll give her credit for being like a sneaky, sneaky person and keeping this like under wraps. But what I find disgusting about this situation is I don't like, I hate those accounts where they like attack people. You know what I mean? Like there's sort of a fine line between reporting on gossip and like tormenting people. And I feel like from while I didn't even know about the account before today, what it seems like from the women is like this account went below the belt. This account like tried to torment and ridicule and like take them down, which like get a friggin' life. Like I, I hate that sort of part of, of social media and like and like followings and things like right. yeah we all like sure. to hear like a little bit of gossip here or there but like there's a line I think that was definitely crossed and I think that part is gross and I also um I don't know if you've watched like the new uh gossip girl but like this is it's like basically that's where they got the idea um because the new season of girl, but yeah I like the old yeah. gossip girl it was one person 
who like was Gossip Girl and gathered all the information. But the new season, it's like a bunch of people and you you know who it is very early on. So it's not really spoilers, but it's basically the teachers at the school because the students are so rich and privileged that they're just like running wild. So it's a way for the teachers to sort of regain control. So there's sort of one who's like the lead and whose idea it was, but there's multiple teachers who are brought in to sort of be Gossip Girl. They all have the keys to the account. <laughs> they all, um, you know, sort can sort of like post things and they they develop like Gossip Girl's voice. And I feel like that's where Monica got the idea. She's like, I'm going to be the Gossip Girl of, um, yeah, like, of really? like Salt Lake City and like brought all of these people together. Now, the thing that there wasn't a lot of attention on, but I want some clarity on is Monica trying to say that Angie was one of the people who had I the keys know. to this account. Oh my God, I know. I think she was trying, she was pulling at straws to like um, take it off of her and kind of throw Angie under the bus. And I actually thought maybe it would have worked because Angie was part of the Jen Shaw crew as well, correct? Mm -hmm. So like, I thought it was going to be like, oh shit, it's going to be two against four. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, you tell me like, do you think there's some ownership that Angie needs to take for liking and LOLing all of the stuff. And there was one where I think she actually wrote something back. Like, should she take accountability for at least those parts? I don't know. I, I think I think she should, but I also think she doesn't have to because so many housewives. Actually, you know what I say? If she wrote into reality von tees to like give information yes she owes an apology for that but liking something and adding an lol no because how many housewives retweet and like um negative shit that like random fans say about their situation you know what i mean like um when everything happened between like Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle like so many years ago Vanderpump was like retweeting people's things that said negative stuff about Kyle oh, you know okay. like a lot of housewives do that all the time that sort of like typical housewife behavior where some fan or some person says something negative and siding with one of the housewives so rather than like them getting their hands dirty by saying it they just retweet it or like it oh, sort of like show support for that but then also distance themselves from it as well because then they can say well I didn't say it I just liked it I just liked mm -hmm. it um, so I feel like she doesn't owe an apology for that because we've never asked for an apology when all the other housewives have done that. But if she is legit, like written stuff in to report on things, that's a different story. True. I'll give you that for sure. What I don't like was that I, I feel with Angie, she's trying her best to like at least make an impact in the season as her first full time housewife. So, but I was, I feel like, like actions speak louder you know, than words. And I feel like I'm in a negative with her. Like when she got up and she started yelling and screaming, she grabbed the centerpiece. I was like, was that all needed? Like, yeah, it, that was it stupid. Made, it made me feel like you are guilty. Whereas mm -hmm. she sat there going, just because I LOL did, just because I liked it, doesn't mean that I had anything to do with her or any ownership of it. And if she was cool, calm and collective, then she would have, I would have, I would have uh, not went immediately into she's guilty because your actions, when you get so huffy puffy, you know, and again, when we get to, Miami with with Adriana, I feel like you know you're at fault when you get your reactions that dramatic. Um, I totally forgot about Angie picking up the 
the centerpiece. And I have to say, it was hilarious. I literally laughed out loud when Monica was like, what are you going to do with that? Are you going to throw it at me? <laughs> and I think, I think like, I, I, what else I noticed in this episode um, was something that you pointed out in previous ones where you see a lot more of the production crew. Mm-hmm. Like scattered, there was so many of them, but it was understandable because I think they didn't know whether or not it was going to be a real, a standard Real Housewives fight or it was going to be a bad girls club fight. They were mm-hmm. like, they didn't know with Monica. It's like, is she going to like be like, well, screw my my fifteen minutes of pain. I'm going to kill these bitches. Like, mm-hmm. like they they were like scrambling when they they didn't know what to do in the kitchen. You saw the two running back. And- yep. Oh, uh, <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, the. It this one is like everywhere, and I mentioned before about like the screenshots. But there's like one where like Meredith is standing behind, and the wind is like blowing her scarf, and then um, Heather's got her hands like this, and Whitney's hugging her, and like Lisa's looking over, and then Angie's like this. Like it is honestly like a work of art. Someone needs to like turn it into like a massive painting, and it does need to be hanging in the Louvre like I know I've said that before but like that that picture is just yeah like out of control I also I think what I liked about the way the four of them approached it was um that they it wasn't like they all wanted airtime they or ownership of it they trusted in Heather that she was mm-hmm. going to get everything done and and say everything she had to say and, and and throw everything on the table. They they interjected. Of course, they have to. They have to fight. They have to yell because I'd be pissed too if a, if a, if a troll account for like four years was mm-hmm. tweeting to us, talking so much shit about us, and it sounded like to the point of like things were released from like personal homes, like recordings mm-hmm. and videos from like Jen's place and others. And I mean, I'd be mad too. But I love the fact that the other three were like Heather got this. We're going to just let her run with it and we'll jump in when we need to. Cause I feel like in previous, in other casts, sometimes they all want to have like ownership of it for, so they yeah. like solidify, like I made, like I have a storyline or I have made an impact. I love that they were just like, nope, Heather got this. Mm-hmm. She did. Heather was on it. Like she's brought up every single thing, including the blue uh, beauty lab lawsuit, the fake name, Meredith store receipts, screenshots. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was like, it was, it was yeah. so brilliant how she said, like, what are the things that are your proof? And she said, here's my proof. I've got this, 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 this. And then Heather's like, okay, great. Now that we've established what you constitute proof, I've got this, 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 this on you for this situation. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so brilliant how it was played out. And I, I would be willing to bet money on the fact that these four are going to be thick as thieves. This has united these four into a friendship that I think is to be reckoned with. And I'm actually really excited to see the four of them come together and stay together. Yes. Cause they've been divided for a very long time. I think Mm -hmm. so. And I think, I think the way they band together with her on the beach and they did not try to jump in, they did not try to change it or anything like that. They sat, they stood there and heard all of what she had to say and were Mm -hmm. like in unanimous front we have to be together this has to put us together i agree 100 i feel like I'm, I'm interested to see what the reunion has to has in store and we'll talk mm-hmm. about that also like i'm interested to see what the next season has to hold like will they br- i have i'm indifferent if they bring back monica 
you know, because there's so many people on social media being like one person single-handedly saved this Salt Lake City like season. And some people are like, she, she's going to come back and we should bring Jen back. So it can, and, and I'm like, I actually don't think that this is, this is bigger than, than like a, a Noella um, type situation of forcing your storyline. Mm-hmm. This is, this is something like you, Bravo should take a stance and it should take a stance and be like, no, this is not the type of housewives that we, we condone or we want. You have to go and ignore yeah. it. I agree. And also, like, I think it's stupid people say that, oh, this saved this series. Like, you don't have a time machine to go back to know what it would have been like if Monica wasn't there and it could have been a great season anyway. So I, I hate this whole, like, oh, this person saved whatever because they did X. Like, no. And also, like, it's it's at the end of the day, it's really, really shitty what happened to these four women. And I feel bad for them. Yeah, that they have been tormented for so many years, like publicly, and the person who is um, either in part or in whole responsible for it is sitting there who has like infiltrated their group and posing, like posing as a friend. And it was just a beautiful moment with Heather standing there, her like outfit and hair blowing in the wind and her being like, you are voted off the island. Give me your torch. Your torch represents fire in this game. Like putting out the torch, like voting off the island, um, evicted from the big brother house, like whatever analogy you want to give it. But the fact that she was like sent packing from the trip that was like her birthday Bahama trip was just incredible. And just all the women standing there as a united front. And it was almost like, I mean, I needed an echo of... The only thing that would have, it would have taken away from like the serious of the moment, but I would have loved a You Can Leave Echo from Meredith like in the background. You can leave. <laughs> As she was walking away, but it was almost like a full circle moment because the You Can Leave transformed into something different. And yeah. she had that at the end. That would have been a little too comical. It would have like taken yeah. away from it, yeah. but it was, yeah. I love how she took the stance. The other thing that I absolutely loved was when she finally opened up about the years of being fearful of Jen and the black eye. Yes. Like, that, like I thought the, the girl, when, when she said, we have been tormented, we have been in fear of this one woman and we have walked on eggshells and we're worried about what we're going to say or what the retaliation is going to be. I thought some of them would have been like, well, not me or not me. And I thought they, that moment, but the way she articulated it, they all got it. Mm-hmm. As soon as she said said that and the way she said it, they were like, yeah, we were. We all were tormented. At least one of us out of the four of us were tormented by this woman. And we walked on HLs and we're not doing it anymore. And you're not going to do the same things that Jen did. So then, and then leading into her revealing the black eye. And it just made, it, we all knew. Well, maybe we didn't, but, you know, we don't know the, the whole details, which I can't wait for the reunion to see exactly what truly happened. Um I'm hoping it's play fighting, but a little bit of me thinks that maybe she got mad and they were mm-hmm. drunk. She actually attacked her. And I think, mm-hmm. it, it, and then when they re, they did the flashback of um, Jen, Meredith and Heather at the table, like what's happening. Um, did you notice that when Jen interjected, she goes, well, we need to figure out a way to cover, see what happened. And she was mm-hmm. going to say, cover it up. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say 
this we we didn't film this but we definitely talked about this like a long time ago and i said from the beginning it is jen because if you watch jen's face and body language in every single scene where they talk about it all of those things come up and the fact that jen was the very first person that Heather texted in the morning and saying, you need to come to the room and we need to talk about this. Like, of course you're texting the person who's responsible for it. You know what I mean? And then the, the cover it up thing and the way that her eyes like dart back and forth, like you could just tell, cause I went back and watched that episode like three times. And I was like, each time I would watch it, I would like study a different person to sort of see their reactions. And I was like, it's 100% Jen, her, the things that are coming out of her mouth and her body language and facial expressions say everything. Yeah. No, I agree. A small percentage of me is hoping that it's just like, oh, we were drunk and, you know, because they were wrestling on the on the bed at one point. Mm-hmm. They could have had an elbow to the eye. All the scratches could have just been roughhousing from drinking. But I I I fear that like when she's at the at the reunion, she's like, I didn't bring this up because it would have harmed her even more in her legal battles. Yeah. But she attacked me. Mm-hmm. We started talking. We I thought it was a, I thought it was a, a safe space that we cleared the air about a lot of things. So I started being truthful. She didn't like it, and she lunged. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was definitely definitely a lot. And then Monica leaving and saying I could have said so much more, and there's more to be told. And I'm like, okay, well you have a you have a social media platform to air it all out. You know, it's like now they know who you are. So why clear everything? Start adding to it. You have all this stuff, you know, I just, and I don't know. I think jumping into like the, the previews of the reunion, I'm like, really? You're going to bring a burn book? Like you, you, you already seem messy. You already seem childish and not at their level. Doing gimmicks like that is a bit much. Like you've already ripped off Gossip Girl. Now you're going to rip off Mean Girls. Like. And they ripped into Jen, like all of them. Once, mm-hmm. once, once Heather opened up about the the black eye, it was like everybody at that table was like, "Fuck Jen." And I was like, yeah. "Like, damn." I mean, I feel like this is definitely like a special episode because because of this situation, we have to sort of talk about. And sometimes we do, but like talking about more of what's out there and not just what's in the episode, but the statement that Jen made from prison about saying um, it definitely wasn't me. I can't believe like that you're trying to make me a storyline, blah, 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 when I'm not even here. And of course, Bravo would have had footage and aired it like da, 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 and like did whatever. And then um, Andy Cohen, like clapping back against that and being like, no, if there was footage, we most certainly would have aired it. So don't try to like, put this thing out here like oh yeah we were just hiding back or whatever I didn't um even, i didn't even re- i didn't even see andy's response i only saw hers but some of the some of the areas are camera off like you can't go in the bathroom with them mm-hmm. so what if it happened in the bathroom and like at some point we all know they do put the cameras down for the night like the people the people go to bed like i know sometimes some fans are like they need to just have a rotating crew so there's like 24/7 footage but it is if you think about it a lot of footage and if people are just like going to bed or like okay like we're closing up shop like you well, know it is what it is yeah they said on like i started watching all of those like um cuz you know like america's next top model they have like the um is it nda 
Um, oh yeah. For 10 years after the show, after their season ends. And it's, and mm-hmm. it's, and after that, they can say whatever they want. So now a lot of those with that show being so old, the NDAs are, are expired. So pe- there, there's a lot of like interviews that I've been watching on YouTube of all the contestants that openly say all of the truthful stuff that they couldn't say before. And they say like these type of reality shows. And I don't know, if, I don't know if Bravo or Real Housewives is like this, but like there's um, silent time. Like if you, if it's at the end of the night and all the cameras are down, you cannot talk. As soon as you talk, we pull up a camera. You know, it's like you you can't say anything off, off, off camera, and they'll make them re replay it or replay it. So I don't know if Real Housewives does that, but I know that like to the extent of like America's Next Top Model, like if it's like even if they're sleeping, there is crew that's still around, like an overnight crew that they said that mm-hmm. if they hear whispers, they'll go right into the room, and be like, nope, boom, put it on camera. Yeah. I'm that's a good question. I feel like because of those like contestant style shows like uh like America's Next Top Model or Project Runway or wherever and they're all like living in a house, it's a little yeah. bit more controlled because like they're living in a house and then they're going all together like on these things. So they're all yeah. together all the time whereas housewives like they go back to their lives and they're still sort of like living, but it might be different on cast trips. Because that is a little bit more contained, but that's a good question. I would love to sort of know how that how that works. Also, one thing I put up, I I, I wrote down was, did Monica when she was yelling with Lisa? Did Monica oh. call Lisa a Lisa Donald Trump ass? Like I was like, she did. Ooh, does she support Trump? <laughs> I know. I was like, does your girl support Trump, or is would- this something that she's just saying? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I wouldn't be surprised if all of them support Trump. <laughs> I would like to think that Meredith does not, and Heather does not, and Whitney does not. I feel like. I feel like does. Pardon. I think Whitney does. I feel like how could you be friends with Trixie Mattel and support Trump? <laughs> what is she friends? Well, she said she was. Yeah, was. I mean, I don't know. Well, I feel like with Trixie Mattel, why didn't she plan that trip and not? And why was it Meredith? She kept trying to steal it from Meredith. You did keep trying to steal it from Meredith. Um, well, honestly, I think it was probably like production was saying, "We're going to go to the Trixie Mattel. Meredith will give you this as your trip." And then Whitney's like, "Hello, I'm friends with Trixie. Why aren't you making this my thing?" Yeah. So, because sometimes like production decides like the trip and then they try to make it out like the girls decide but it's really like forced and fake like going back I don't I know you didn't always watch OC but going the worst one was OC um back before the uh Brooks scandal of like the fake cancer where Megan King Edmonds is like, oh, I have heritage in Ireland. Let's all go to a trip. And there's like a scene of her like on the streets of Ireland being like, do you know anyone with this last name? Do you know anyone with this last name? Like in this small town to try to track down. And it was just such a lame four storyline. And it's like, we know you're just going to Ireland to go to Ireland. Like, don't give us this BS. Um, So there is like that part of it too. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Wow. Um, do you think they're going to bring back Angie? I think they will. You think so? I think they will. I don't think it was a because, great season for her, but I don't think it no. was terrible compared to others. No, I feel like they'll, because I think if they're smart, Monica will be gone. 
um, after this. And I think it's sort of like picking up the pieces because also who is going to film with Monica after this? It's going to be another Danielle stop. Yeah, it'll just be like all her scenes would just be like independent. Or like, is this the new way? Because I, apparently in Jersey, there's like a lot of things that are separate where they're not even yeah, like but I don't think, together. I don't think that, from what I'm hearing on, on social media, I don't think Andy and Bravo are happy with the way Jersey is, is going in the direction mm-hmm. that it is where it's all separated. And I think they're tired yeah. of it. And I, I think that they may be in jeopardy of being the next one to be like rebooted. I'd be perfectly fine with either A, Jersey being rebooted or B, Jersey just going away and give us a different city. I don't, I, I like Jersey. I actually, it's one of my top ones that I watch. Jersey, New York, Miami, Potomac are the ones that I, and, and Beverly Hills now. But but Jersey and New York were the ones that I've watched from beginning to end. So I, mm-hmm. I don't want them to go away, but I think we need new life. I think yeah. we, we need we need them. They need to give it the Roni treatment. Yeah, you know that that I think they need to do. Um, but our girl Candace, the the stuff that she's been posting, I love it because she's just like me watching. This is not the. This is not what we are. We stand for. We mm-hmm. not force narratives. We do you know. We do not manipulate our cast members. We may fight. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, there, Candace. Mm-hmm. I mean, Potomac is like top tier for me. That is one that I have. I oh, mean, a lot of them. I all the way through. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, a lot of them. I've I've started at the really the only one I haven't started at the beginning and carried through was OC. Same. Uh, and- because like OC was on, I never watched it, and I only started watching Housewives when New York started. Ah, uh, because that Ramona said, put it on the map. I mean, I will say, as much as I can't stand Ramona, I think, and I don't think she was explaining herself properly because she was, she was basically you know, saying like it was the first one. But no, what she did mean, yes, is that we put it on the map, meaning like OC had started, Maybe. but no one was watching it, and it wasn't until New York where like bam, everyone started watching. Yeah, um, but I would have to agree with that statement because I remember when Bravo first came on, and it was like Tabitha Salon takeover, and. Yep. Oh, I love that out. show. Was it flipping out the one with Jeff Lewis? Yep. Yep. And, and then it was the Real Housewives of OC. And I was like, every time I would go to Bravo and it was OC, I would just change the channel right away because I just thought mm-hmm. it was boring. I just thought I thought it was super, super boring. And I didn't go back to OC until after New York. Because I was like, oh, and then they popped out Jersey and then they popped out this one. And I'm like, oh, yeah. let me give it a, let me give it a whirl. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see. Yeah, I think definitely the top four are coming back. Salt Lake City. I can see them bringing back um, Angie. And maybe Angie will be different because I felt like they brought her back with Monica as if they both were really good friends. So -hmm. that was a struggle because they both were two different people. So it was like, just like Jen. She's just just Jen 2.0, Monica. She just sucks the air out of the room, you know? Yeah. And also when you go back, it makes you realize, like, because... Monica had like all that information. So if she like, obviously being reality Von Teese, you know, of course she heard all these rumors about Angie's husband and their marriage and things, because those were all like sent to that account. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, is 
Well, maybe they weren't sent. Oh, yeah, they would they would have been sent to that account because she was a friend of the season before. So yeah. people would have been like sort of doing those things. And it sort of made sense. And even the way Meredith was like, you know, she's telling me all of these things, but why are people sending her stuff? Mm-hmm. I you just know, like it was real messy. There was times where I just like saw <laughs> the wheels turning in her head and she was just mm-hmm. sharing too much. She was just basically sabotaging yeah. herself. Mm-hmm. Um, did you did you see? I think I sent you it. The the meme or the real um, that somebody compared Salt Lake City, the season of Salt Lake City to like Scream franchise. Oh yes, and like the that, reveal of Ghostface. <laughs> that like like Jen Shaw was the original Ghostface that was no longer around, and and Monica's the new Ghostface, and there's ties to the original. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I saw that, I was like, that's like right up like Adam's alley with uh, the like direct connection between the Scream franchise and then Real Housewives. I was like, oh, I like this. Um, And then I'm wondering, like, who do you bring back after such a huge season? Like, obviously the top four, but like, like, you know, they always want to bring back more people. They can't have Mm -hmm. just one season with four people. Remember when they only had like four people for New Jersey for a little bit? So it's like, I hope they don't bring back Monica. Perfectly fine with them bringing back Angie, but then who else? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't want it. It's tough because it's like you don't want them to rough, ruffle, not ruffle the feathers, but like you bring in the wrong person. It could change the whole dynamic. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's definitely going to be a hard situation to figure out like who to bring in and include like within the cast because now it's sort of, and everyone's sort of on high alert, you know? Um, I mean, they, Mary has like no interest in sort of I'll coming back. There was no point. And then she started making those comments in interviews like, well, they stopped inviting me places. So I didn't go to that trip. I didn't go to that trip because you didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You didn't participate. And you just you sat around. in the Sprinter van and went to McDonald's. Like, yeah, I was like, and I don't know why ever, like so many fans were like, oh, Mary's like so great. Oh, Mary. And I'm like, she's not doing anything. She's like not. she's giving us these small moments. And then she said in a million interviews, oh, I only came back to help you guys out because the franchise was in trouble and I needed to help you out. You didn't do that. The top four did. And I love, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, wow. I'm, I'm interested to see where the reunion goes. And I know it was already filmed before the whole Monica and her mother video- tape got leaked. But do you mm-hmm. think they'll bring her mother onto the reunion? Kind of like how they bring the husbands or the people that they're fighting with? I think, I mean, maybe they maybe they did. I don't know. But yeah, I think that things. leaked, the leaked thing with the fight, I think that fight happened chronologically right after the dinner or right after the Easter party at Angie's house. So I think that's when that fight occurred, but the leak happened recently. I thought the leak, the way I was hearing the whole video was that it was after the season finale. Oh, do you think it was? Maybe it was then. Well, she made that comment about you're, you're uniting all four of these women. She didn't, she didn't. That's she didn't true. She didn't, accomplish she didn't that really do that before. But then why is she still going back to talking about falling down the stairs? Like it just seemed like, or maybe they were just talking okay. about that moment because that was her her last scene, really, aside mm-hmm. from the small little house thing. She brought it up because she felt like her mom wasn't supporting her and that used it as an mm-hmm. example. You supported Angie okay. over me. This is what you always do. And she was like, 
it is what it is. And she's like, I fell down a flight of stairs. She's like, well, that was on you. Like, yeah. That mother is horrible. And also Monica filmed that because you could tell the phone was like in her hand. Monica filmed it. And I believe Monica leaked it. She said her, she said her, her friend was there. She's lying and throwing her friend under the bus. Um, I think she leaked it because she's now in this situation. And like, if you even look at her response to it, like karma hit me, blah, blah, blah. It's like the equivalent of, and it's interesting because she brings a burn book, but it's like when Regina George makes a post about herself in the burn book and then brings it in and be like, look what they did. Yeah. Look at the three girls who are not in here. And she like made her own like post in it. Like, I think that Monica did it. And Monica's throwing Tanisha under the bus because Tanisha is the one who, as we know, confirmed to Heather, this is what's been going on. So is Heather going to continue going to Tanisha? Because didn't Monica reveal that Tanisha's part of it? She's part of the whole I think. I think Tanisha admitted to Heather that she was part of it, but I don't know if Heather focused on that because, and the only reason that makes me think that is because Heather said Tanisha had a crisis of conscience. So I think she was part of it for so long and finally said, I can't do this anymore. And then like told Heather, but then I think Heather was like, well, for telling me this, and then for things getting verified in other ways, like I, I'm not gonna throw you at it because you're not even. She's not even really on the show. She's just like in a couple scenes here, oh, here and there. Like Monica with Tanisha. With Tanisha, oh my God, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, I'll bring some diversity. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think if they are going to bring in a new cast member, they should probably have go to Angie and be like, "Who are some of your friends?" That's and bring in like more. some of Angie's friends. So she has sort of like more, more people. Yeah. Did you notice though, um, there was a video, like uh, there's so much online. There was a live that Monica had done and Dana was there as well. Um, and they were sort of talking about the Jen Black Eye thing. Who's Dana again? Remember she was a friend of last season, but like, Oh, you yeah. barely had any lines, like, oh, I mean, lines, like, <clears throat> I don't know why no one listened to her. Oh, well, I think because no one listened, and we, I think we talked about this, like, last year when the old uh, season was on, but, like, no one would even let her talk. Like, they'd be having a conversation, and she'd say something, and everyone would ignore it and just talk over her, so she never really, like, asserted her place, and then she had crossed Jen at one point, so Jen sort of, like, flipped out on her, and then Dana just sort of, like, retreated, like, when faced with Jen's, like, wrath. Mm. But, um, I don't know if this is should be able to, but do you think they'll do you think they'll get like a um like a video interview with Jen from prison on this? No, I think they're done with Jen. I think they're done with her. Oh, also the fact that um what was it? We were talking about the video and there was something about the one-on-one and how um like Bravo turned down the one-on-one interview, but I think it was actually the opposite. I think Jen turned down the one-on-one interview, but then in her statement from prison, I can't remember the details. No, so she said, I think, I think Andy said she turned it down. 
Because he offered it to her and she turned it down. Yes, but she said in the post, Bravo didn't want to do it. Yeah. Which is another lie. And it's like, Jen, like you're in prison. It's been found that you defrauded all of these elderly people. Like, we're not going to believe you. You are clearly a liar. God. It's, it's like, so I can't believe we've talked to the, I mean, this is, this was epic, but like, I can't believe we talked this much about just this one episode. This is like a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. And, and it, it, this has been a good season with them. So I'm really looking forward to the, the, the reunion. I think the last yeah. reunion, we didn't get three reun- episodes for the reunion. Then the last reunion, they only got two. I think they did. Yeah, they only got two. So I that's mean, always a, that's always a red flag. I mean, we need like one and a half episodes of the reunion just to talk about reality of aunties. That's like a one and a halfer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there was even video of Monica when, when they were like, "You drive when when Lisa was like, you drive around stalking Jen Shaw's house." She was like, "I don't have to drive around stalking her house when I work for her, you bitch." And then the blowout. But then it was like these. Now they, there's videos of mm-hmm. of. Monica filming herself, you know, wrapped in in scarves to hide herself, driving around mm-hmm. Charles' house. Mm-hmm. Mm. It is just so much, and I mean, one thing that I sort of want to that I'm I'm gonna end on, and then I'll see if there's anything else you want to say oh, about yeah, the uh, about the episode. But going all the way back to one of her first scenes with Monica, and she was trying to manufacture this moment. I had these swaddling cloths. We all sit around as a family and put them together. My mother helps me. And you may recall, because this was a long time ago, when we were talking about it, I said, you know, how... I said, this is not how this goes down because the mother just put on a fresh coat of nail polish and you can't do any, and it was regular nail polish, like not a solar gel, like nothing like that. So just regular nail polish. You can't be folding objects. You're going to get the nail polish on the things. Like it's going to make, even if it's like somewhat dry, it's going to be tacky. It's going to leave like cloth patterns, like in your nails, like this, she is not doing this and there is no buy-in here. And this is just like a manufactured scene. And I think now we can say it, it definitely was. No, I, I knew the scene was bullshit. You, you caught onto it with the nails. I caught onto it with the, the cheap fabric. Like mm-hmm. printed on both sides. One-sided was, fabric. It was one-sided fabric. And she was talking about how she's already sold thousands. And I'm like, bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you did not sell thousands. And I'm like, swaddlers? Like, what were wait, huh? Like yeah. it's just from the very, from the very first moment, from the very first moment Monica entered our screen, everything was manufactured. I knew right away that the mom wanted TV time. From that scene, the mm-hmm. way she was acting, I yeah. could tell she wanted time on screen, and how thirsty she was at the at the Greek brunch, and then the blowout at dinner with, you know, when she called her a motherfucker. I was like, you're gonna and her head swaying like she was a housewife. I'm like, you're not a housewife, mm-hmm. and your your yeah. daughter's really not gonna be a housewife. Well, not, I have. Yeah, is that where I have to end it? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm just going to say it is going to be a fantastic reunion that I cannot wait for. So I am eagerly waiting for the reunion. Yeah. I, one last thing I have to say about Heather's 
approach to all this, which is still bravo across the board, was that when she said that she was starting to catch on to things, she was, I, I can't pinpoint it, but there were things that she shared that are the flashbacks they did that she caught on to things prior to even the trip. So for her mm-hmm. to hold on to it, because she was smart about it. She was like, I don't have concrete evidence on this, so yeah. I have to be quiet until I have it. So for her to have that poker face, I was like, bravo to, to Heather. Yeah, I'm just going to say last thing. Heather is no longer allowed to degrade herself and be like, oh, like remember an ultimate girl strip? And she's like, oh, like I'm with the big league. I'm just small little me. Like, no, Heather. You are. You were brilliant before then, but even more so now. And just Mm -hmm. know that. And don't ever disparage yourself by feeling like you're not a full housewife. You 100% are a full housewife. And you always have been. And don't forget that. Yep. No. But yeah, we'll see what we'll see what's in store for the reunion. I can't wait. Yes, can't wait. That's it for today's episode. We'll catch you next time.